Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. J-Rod Concerts family, what is going on? Is it me or has this month of January lasted like forever? Right? It's not just me, right? Okay. Well, welcome everybody to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez, guys. And we have a rock and roll absolutely blazing episode today with Molly Martin, ladies and gentlemen. So Molly Martin is one of the most up-and-coming rock trailblazers in Nashville, Tennessee. Obviously, most people know Nashville for country or Americana, but there is a virgining rock scene, and nobody's doing it better than Molly Martin. I mean, imagine a young John Jett, you know, like heart. Like, it's just completely Courtney Love, Oh, it's just fire on stage to see Molly Martin perform, guys. I've seen her a couple times, and every time, people are just gobsmacked. Pretty much gobsmacked. So, super, super, super cool to have her on. She's from Philadelphia. She's been in Nashville around six years. Um, Favorite on stations like Lightning 100. And she's getting ready for a new album release called Mary in 2022. So, we're really, really excited to have uh, Molly on on the show. She shares her journey. She has some pretty interesting tidbits with us, and we hope you guys check her out. Uh, she really is uh, is is wonderful. Uh, what else? Uh, housekeeping items, guys. If you're new to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, we welcome you. We humbly ask that you click subscribe or rate our show. It helps us quite a bit. But yeah, thank you for joining us, guys. And check out Molly Martin, because she is going to blow your mind up. She is on Facebook at Molly Martin Songs. So check her out. And without further ado... Molly Martin on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Molly Martin. How's it going? In the flesh. Look at you. Well, I found out that I have terrible lighting in my bedroom, so. I I think it looks pretty great. Great compound. You can see a little bit of uh, Jim Morrison. Is that Jim Morrison there in the back? Uh, Actually, it is John Lennon's. John Lennon. City photo, but I put Prince's face over it because that's more my speed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Molly Martin, one of the most energetic and kick-ass rock and rollers in Nashville. Um, yeah. Love it. Love it. I mean, songs like Don't Come Calling Me, Molly. That is, and I kid you not, one of the most gorgeous songs of the past few years. Well, uh, that whole that yeah. whole EP. That whole EP, dude. I'd encourage everyone and anyone to just check it out ASAP. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. I just casually put my arm over the back. I'm doing so great. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, no, I, you know, I have a new record on the way. So, um, so I'm excited for that. Share with us a little bit about like, you were like a little rocker girl there in in Philadelphia. What it's like for me or what it was like for me. Well, what is, what was it like? Like, what do you remember? Oh, I mean, growing up in the suburbs, it's not like incredibly exciting, but I mean, I grew up in the suburbs of Philadelphia and uh, I mean, a lot of, I mean, my history when it comes to playing music is kind of growing up 
playing rock music. Uh, I was one of those people that went to that program, School of Rock. So like mm. my exposure to performance, it was never like playing in my bedroom. It was right. more like immediately being on the stage, figuring it out on stage and, uh, you know, getting my education through like classic rock and really classic kind of music. So right on. Is that why? Yeah, I, th I think that explains so much, Molly, because yeah. like I feel like when you come on stage every time you are loose as a goose. I mean, you never, never sensed any nervousness. You, you're bopping, you're bopping around with rock and roll, and you yeah. grab the audience by the palm of the hand, and you never let them go. It's oh, like, is that where that confidence comes from, or like, it, I feel it feels like you've been doing this forever, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, I think since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a performer. And, um, I, you know, I didn't know what that looked like. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I want to walk the red carpet. But I think I found that, um, that outlet in music. So it's like, you can combine performance with the art, with the songs, with the music. So the performance aspect has always been really important to me and uh, a place where I do feel so deeply connected. Um, in many different ways yeah but it, it it does juice me up and make me feel like alive to be on stage and I mean I still get nervous for stuff sometimes but I feel like it's almost like the nervousness plays into the mm. excitement of being on stage and and being able to connect and it just kind of like it's like a shot of adrenaline that just I don't even know what comes out of my mouth half the time when I'm on stage like, <laughs> you know like none of it is planned it just kind of happens so uh, I'm just kind of working off the energy of whatever's whatever's available at the moment. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you're, you're, it's an experience to see you live. I'll put it to you that way. Like it's a, it's an experience. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. But um, but yeah, let me ask you about your background really quickly, because yeah. I mean, for my audience that may not know, I mean, your dad was a very in demand like bass player right back in the 80s. Yeah, he, he <laughs> not yet. He uh, he was in kind of like a New England famous type band in the 80s called the John Butcher Axis and you know unless you're like in Boston you probably wouldn't know them but you might know them because actually a friend of mine found a record of theirs down in Alabama like they just they still have their records just sure. about. but you know they toured with like the Jay Giles band and Def Leppard and Aerosmith back in the 80s and stuff so yeah I mean I definitely grew up uh you know being fed that music and I mean I think that's definitely why I started playing bass I started playing bass before anything, uh, before singing or doing my own project. And it's because my dad said, you know, there's always going to be a need for bass players. Yeah. You know, you could be the guitar hero if you want to be, if that's what you want to do, but there's always going to be a need for bass players. So I was Not like, wrong. yeah. So I was like, I'll give it a try. And it, yeah, it's, it's that kind of difference in playing bass first being the front person. I like getting, getting to do both, but yeah, my dad, and then he became a doctor. So it's like, he was a bass player and, a star, and then he just became a doctor. So. so do you have any siblings, Molly? I have an older brother. Yeah. Older brother. And, and what, what side of the apple did he turn on? The, the, the medicine, like, you know, or like the artistic? <laughs> well, well, that's what we always joke about. So my dad went to college for film. Yeah. And then he dropped out of school to be a rock star. And then he became a doctor. And my brother now does film and I do music. And we're like, I'm not becoming the doctor. So, and he's like, I'm not fucking becoming the doctor. So, uh, yeah, but my dad wouldn't want it to be that way. You know, he's, he's thrilled that we follow our passions and I feel very lucky that my family 
is stoked about that for me. Yeah. So. My God. I'm, I'm so, so great that you're in Nashville. I mean, you're bringing some of that Philadelphia like spirit here, but um, yeah, yeah. but the, I, we love the Philadelphia scene. I mean, the war on drugs is from there. Like, yeah. like a re really like really great bands, underrated music scene, but glad you're here. You've yeah. been here what five years, right? Yep. Been here five years. How was that? How was that experience? So it's been kind of recent, but like, how, how was that shift when you moved here? Uh, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, it's like, it took me a while to get my foothold in the music scene here. I feel super lucky now. And I feel like that's why a lot of people I know are moving or like going to New York or LA. And I'm like, I do not feel tempted to go anywhere just because it really took me a while to like get um, in the scene. And so yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's funny. I feel like, um, the Philadelphia kind of attitude it's, uh, I've learned that s some Southern people really don't get it and some people do, and some people find it, uh, endearing, but some people are very intimidated by it. Uh, but I try to just put it all on stage. So, yeah, I mean, no. I, I love being in Nashville and I, and I love the scene here. And I think there's a lot of really great rock music. There's a lot of great female fronted music here. And uh, I'm just lucky now that I feel like I've really found my lane in my community. So I'm just kind of leaning deeper into that. Yeah. And the city loves you, Molly. I mean, like everyone, you know, like whether it's friends of our show, like Hadley Canary, Brie Kennedy, whoever it is, the whole yeah. community, like just you say the name Molly Martin and everyone's just like shines, you know? Oh, that's so, so, sweet. so that is like, that is a cool thing. Like what you're saying that like, you know, it's amazing that if you hug the city, it can kind of hug you right back, isn't it? It's true. It's true. And man, like the world here only gets smaller and smaller. I think the more time you spend yeah. here, everyone is like two degrees from separation from each other. Totally like true. Everybody knows everybody. And I really love that. I love that it's a small, tight knit community. And yet there's so much success within the community. Like it's not just local people playing bars every weekend. It's like, I mean, like you said, Brie Kennedy, Hadley Canary, these are people that like, you know, I really admire and are also just people that like come to your shows and are at the scene and like you just get to hang with. So it's yeah. it's a great, it's a great community here. Absolutely, Molly. Yeah. And your songwriting, by the way, like just getting really into it the past couple of days on research. I mean, stuff like what you need or I don't know, take my pills. I mean, I can just like yeah. bring out anyone out of like the rabbit hole. The songwriting is like it it really does shine. Even like with the amazing production and the rock and roll, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, do you think that like Nashville has helped you like evolve the songwriting, Molly? For sure. I mean, I, you know, I went to Belmont for songwriting and like, I don't even think I really kind of found my voice in my writing until I left college um, and, and kind of was on my own and, and figured out what it is I really want to say. But the, the song has always been the number one focus for me, you know? I think there's a lot of, and there, it always has been this way where there's a lot of people that write for like the vibe or like the cool factor. Um, and for me, it's like finding the music that fits the song or finding the vibe that fits the song, but it's always about the lyrical content, what you're trying to yeah. say um, for me at least. So yeah, I do feel like Nashville in the way that it's a very song centered song first town has definitely helped me kind of like hone in on it's like okay what am I trying to say then what it what is important to me what is authentic to me and when I'm writing I think about the fact that it's like what would I actually say I'm not putting on a character um that's trying to be edgier or like cooler you know and it's like and, and there's a lot of stuff in my songs that's just kind of like honest and not necessarily cool yeah so um and that comes yeah. across like that's a huge part of you actually thanks yeah, yeah. You can tell when it's phony. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You right. you just feel it. It's a feel thing. 
Totally. And I've always felt that way. So I'm like, I can, I can, I mean, it's very true. I can really only be myself. So yeah, that kind of permeates everything. Amazing. Well, I do want to ask you about like the new album in a second, but let me ask you about like a a business entrepreneurship stuff that happened during the pandemic. Like obviously everyone, you know, picked up new hobbies or like in 2020, people didn't know what to do. You started this business of like custom, like t-shirt, like making embroidery kind of thing. You oh, know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you had like Rick and Morty, Steve Buscemi, Julia Roberts randomly in there. And oh. it became like, it became a thing. Yeah. So well, what is the status of that? Stocking. that that's a good <laughs> stocking on your part. Yeah. You know what? I That really is truly a hobby of mine that like, I, I go in and out of in the way of like, sometimes I'll get really into it. I actually recently, let me see if I can pull this over. Uh, I recently, you can barely see it, but I put a red tiger on my Carhartt overalls. I embroidered okay. the tiger. Wow, it's making Very it. cool. Very anyway. cool. Uh, yeah, that's just like a passion of mine that quite honestly, it just made me some money in the pandemic. Like people would order t-shirts and I would just have tons of time. So I would embroider yeah. them whatever they wanted. But it's pretty cool because like you can just customize all your clothes to do whatever you want. And I make all kinds of weird shirts that are just like dumb bitch. Dad. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. So okay. that's great. That's great, yeah. Molly. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about your new album, right? Like as much or as little as you can or you want. Like, like yeah. when would like the first single be coming on? Like what's the theme? Like tell us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't have a lot of timeline right now. You know, I have all the masters and it's all done. It's an eight song album called Mary. So my birth name is actually Mary, Hmm. but my name is, I've been called Molly since the day I was born. Like it makes no sense that my parents put Mary on my birth certificate. Um, but it's this kind of dichotomy and duality I've lived with my whole life of like, you know, here's, it's like holding two truths at the same time, which is like, I'm marrying it. I'm Molly. Who is Mary? Mary's like this Catholic buttoned up like girl that I don't necessarily relate to. And yet it is also me and who is Molly. And so it's like um, a lot of the songs have to do with kind of that push and pull within self. And so the imagery around it is kind of like the naughty nun. Like I'm Mm -hmm. like this kind of sacrosanct, like a uh, sacrilegious nun figure. So yeah. I'm just having fun with it. And I actually am getting my new t-shirts back tomorrow. And I'm really stoked about that. I had Hell to yeah. see those designs for me. And yeah, I feel really excited about it. And um, it feels like, it's like the people that I've played it to that have heard it. Like, I feel really honored that the overwhelming response has been, this just sounds like you. Like, this just feels so you. And I feel like wow. that's the ultimate compliment to me because that's all I'm looking for is like authenticity, not putting on a character, not putting on, um, you know, not changing my writing or my message for the sake of reality sure. or, um, you know, being digestible. Like, I just feel really good that it, a lot of it feels angry. A lot of it feels edgy. A lot of it feels mm-hmm. kind of shocking and then tender. And it's, it's a good mix of stuff. So I feel I love it. About it. And, and Molly, that's what you are. Like I've done this yeah. for a long time and like, you are like such a unique, and I, I, I'm, I'm not like bullshitting here. Like you're such yeah. a complexly beautiful artist. Thank you. That, that like the more that like, you know, you're so layered, I guess is what I'm trying to say that if you're really like digging into that, like, the listeners will really like oh my god it's gonna be beautiful thank you thank yeah. you yeah i'm glad that comes across that's that's definitely what the album feels like to me so. absolutely 
So Molly, you've been so good with your time. Thank you. Let me ask you about 2021 because okay. um, I guess by the time this airs, it's going to be just ended or whatever. But like, you know, 2020, everyone had like, you know, a tough time. It was a rough year. Yeah. But 2021 was in some ways even more difficult, I think. Yeah. What, what were some of the things that like, now that the year is pretty much over, that you're like, you know what? Like I can do better in that regard. I can learn something from this year that I can evolve as a human going forward. Hmm, what can I do better going forward I feel like um consistency I think consistency is really important it's really yeah. difficult in a world where you're not really knowing what you're walking into you're not knowing yeah. the shows are going to get canceled it's hard to plan for the future I think just for me my motto is just kind of like suiting up and showing up staying consistent consistently just keeping the gigs going and keeping, um, you know, I feel proud of myself in the way that I have kept uh, a lot of different avenues open. You know, I play bass in this band Thelma and the Sleeves and we're gonna be doing a lot of touring in the next year and creating my album and, you know, touring with my band. So I, I, feel, I feel hopeful for the next year. And I just think it's important for me to stay consistent and on top of it. And also being better about self-care and rest and recognizing the balance between productivity, creativity, and rest for me. That's interesting. When, when what does that, what does that look for you, Molly? Like, like when you say self-care, like what does that mean for Molly and Mark? What that means for me is sticking to my routine, sticking to the things yeah. that make me feel grounded, which is I wake up and journal every morning through pages, uh, walking, spending time with my dog, spending time alone, doing things that are creative, but not for the purpose of being productive, like embroidering, mm -hmm. uh, doing things that fuel me, make me feel grounded, a sigh out, you know, yeah. when yeah. I feel grounded and good in my, in my body, in my space, I am giving myself availability to be creative. And I think a younger version of myself thought you just sit down and you just make shit happen and you just have to do it. And it's like this hard attitude about creation and I realize now that creativity needs to be like nurtured through like yeah. giving yourself permission to be human it's like I can't just create if I'm not allowing myself to have my humanity so it's and in a way like look what you do with your art is like you're, you're a giver you, you give yeah. love you give connection yeah. so it's almost like you're serving your your audience and your fans and 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 everybody you're giving them more love by you loving yourself first that's a really good point. Yeah, that's essentially my life story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like leaning into self-care and self is a good sign that I'm actually in balance because yeah. I am historically showing up for the rest of the world and easily can abandon myself, so. Okay, well, we're not going to let you do that because I'm you're going to rock. that in the next year. Hell no, no, no you got to rock this. You got to continue rocking this city. Music City, yeah. please. We need we need some Molly Martin, please. Yeah. So look, You've been you've been awesome with your time, Molly. Thank you so much. You've said yeah, it all. I mean, what can I say? I mean, so much to do. I mean, that whole EP that you released a couple of years ago, amazing. And I'm Mary next year. People get on the Molly Martin train. It's a good time to get on your train. It's early it's time. before you can grab a good seat before the bandwagon fills up. So exactly. Thank you. I appreciate Molly, it. Absolutely. I'll see you around town. Absolutely. Have a good one. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.